This is a HeadGum Podcast. Aquabots. Aquabots Go. <laughs> Do you remember that cartoon? Aquabots. Aquabots. Go. The thing is, is that there's already an Aquabats. Is that right? It's a band. You heard of them. <coughs> you ever heard I'm of Aquabats? Not. Do they sing a famous song? Um. Welcome back to Mike and Steve drink at least two different kinds. <laughs> Starring water. Oh, I think there's a, a little bit of... I'm picking up a little bit of soap in this glass, I think. <laughs> well, at least you know it's clean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything in the... By the way, everything, every glass in the dishwasher is clean. That's the best when you when you know you just got a safe of uh, of clean cutlery like that. Yeah. That's good stuff. It's great. You keep it in the, in the clean cutlery heating box. Guys, welcome back to Dynamic <coughs> Banter. Uh, I'm very excited to be back today. I'm also excited to be back. I don't know why Steve didn't include me in that. Um, I'm also excited to be back. You know, I don't think I could tell you what the Aquabats hit song is. <laughs> I don't know that the Aquabats have a hit song. <laughs> um, they don't. It turns out the Aquabats don't have a hit song. Uh huh. Um, but they, but they would. Their, um, <laughs> their genre is rock, new wave, pop, punk, ska. <laughs> Can you have that many? genres i when you are part of a genre like that every one of your songs should have a little bit of that you know like if your band comes out with a rap song yeah you're not like a rap rock band you're just the rock band that did rap that one time yeah because you got born on a sunday so you're saying you can't katamari damacy genres of music you can't just roll along and pick up like if you are a rock band and then later on, like you said, you do like a rock or, or you do a country song. Yeah. You're not, you can't add country to your style, to your genre, you think? Yeah, you have to be. You have to start off that There's way. one genre and it's music. And then you put out different types of songs and every one of your songs falls into a genre and record stores become impossible to so to you go to navigate. the record store and you go i'm looking for something that's a little bit like new wave post electric yeah anything like say, that yeah, here's one the, song by the dixie if you go dragons yeah if you go to the music section <laughs> go to, to aisle 57 of the music section <laughs> that'll take you about halfway through the a's do you think music should just be alphabetized and that's it? it I think we should like, stop for a little while. With music? Yeah, just like... Music should stop for a bit. I think music should give it, it itself a break. It's had a good run. What if music took a little vacation? I think music should take a break. I think talking's really in. What if all the executive, the record executives, like the record company, Sony, Warner, all of them, they and all got all together. Guys, yeah. John, Sony, <laughs> they all came and did a press conference and they're like, we've all decided... We're going to, music is going to take a break. <laughs> Do you think? I think that'd be exciting. Would it be the first time in in a couple years? Yeah. Imagine like uh, you have a garage band and that um, that announcement comes over the airwaves and you just put your instruments down. And you're like, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we supposed to do? Yeah. We, we can't, can't play music. Kanye was going to put out a new album, but <laughs> music's on vacation right now. Music's so taking about a year off. So you're going to have to hold off on that. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. I wonder if that would give people an opportunity to like really put effort into their music. I would come out with the a, break. with a talking album. Yeah. It would be just my track from this podcast separated oh. into tracks. <laughs> it would be my solo album. Like we broke up and then I'd go solo, but it's just, it's just my side <laughs> of the conversation. With my part removed. Can you think of like, that must be, that's the future of really bad duo podcast breakups is they go solo. solo? Yeah. And then they just talk shit about each other in their solo. Podcast. Yeah. Cause I think you could, cause like the real, like I'm sure podcast hosts have, Oh, God. I'm sure podcast... I got one of those fidget cubes. I like those. You can play with it. I don't want to play with it. Um, I bet there have been um, 
podcast feuds. There have been like feuds with podcast hosts, and I bet they'd probably just go off and they get a new co-host or something. Yeah, and they try to recapture the glory, and it doesn't work. No, no, no. And it just doesn't work. That's the thing with podcasts and like YouTube channels. Like, there's too many of them. So if your favorite YouTube channel does something that you don't, that like you don't come there for, you're just gonna go somewhere else. My favorite YouTube you know? channel that you now that you asked is How To Basic. Tell me what they're like. You don't know about How To Basic? I've heard of them for years, and I could, um, through deductive reasoning, figure out what they probably do. A lot of mess. It's a big mess. <laughs> but it's How uh, To Basic is like how to make a cake. Right, but then they, they fuck it or something. Yeah, right? it's just mayhem. Yeah. <laughs> it's just next level mayhem yeah great and i love it a lot of eggs <laughs> speaking of eggs mike i've been um you might be proud of me uh, <laughs> uh i've been uh i've been cooking okay more i am proud of you i'm always can i clear the air are you always proud of me i'm always a little proud of you uh uh-huh. yeah, yeah yeah different different levels. degrees of proudness <laughs> yeah. is you know i know that you know i've made decisions that are i'm are not proud decisions yeah different degrees of proudness was my favorite tom clancy novel <laughs> <laughs> that's good thank you um <laughs> I started cooking, man. I've been cooking more. Tell me grocery store. Tell me what I've been cooking. I bought me some supplies. I get me a little. I get me a carton of egg. I get me a bag of bread. I get me um, some various meats, spices, sauces, and uh, I've been. Cooking my own stuff. That sounds great. Dude, I've been making a lot of egg dishes. Egg dishes? Like what kind? Like eggs. Amigas. Eggs are like the easiest thing to make. Do you watch those uh, sm- uh, Brothers Green? The Brothers Green on YouTube? Hank and John? Hank and the Brothers Green. <laughs> no, the Brothers That Cook. They cook all kinds of things. They Elliot do showed me that. brothers that cook together. Yeah, they have. They have. I've not seen. <laughs> I've not seen brothers that cook together. dot com is the YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, no, they, I have not seen. They have videos that are like fifty different exciting ways to make eggs, or fifty different mm. things you could try with eggs. You might want to. Maybe you, I'll you check it out. Inspired by that. Right now, I'm kind of experimenting with, um, you know, what I've watched. What I watched my mom kind of do in the kitchen when growing up and and um various people I know mm-hmm. who cook in the kitchen um some people who cook elsewhere not in the kitchen um some people cook in the dining room in the den <laughs> <laughs> now if you'd all join me in the den I'm going to cook <laughs> now a bit crowded in the kitchen if you'll all join me in the den we'll start cooking <laughs> i love the word den <laughs> dude mike i think i realize i love the word den that's that's um that's a mark of success to have a den yeah i think well it's so it's a, it's one of those multi-meaning words because mm-hmm. like it's also an animal's home <laughs> But yeah, it's supposed to be a very cave-like, snuggly, warm, warm, warm home. Yeah, home room. Like when I, when I, when people come to my apartment for the first time, I'm gonna say, "Welcome to my den." Right, but that's (laughs) okay. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. this is my little den in uh, in Los Angeles. (laughs) You're the guy that uses it too much. Yeah, and come in uh, now that we're ready to eat. Come into the dining den. Like Steve, this is just your kitchen. It's an extension of your kitchen. Mm, cooking den. Last night I had a nice little nap in my bedroom den. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think I like the restaurant Denny's so much. It's a little Denny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every booth is like its own <laughs> little Denny. <laughs> den. <laughs> Dude, I do like that word den though. I like ma- saying like I'd like to set up a den. Yeah, <laughs> I like to make myself a den. If you somewhere. ever adopt a child by yourself, uh, you should call him uh, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I've been cooking eggs. I, I've been making. I've been experimenting with eggs. Um, 
you know, spraying up that pan with a little cooking spray and then just painted a different color. Breaking those boys open in that pan. Yeah. Just busting those boys wide <laughs> open, letting them drip down into that sizzling pan. Okay, yeah. And then I'll just, you know what I'll do is I'll add a little pepper just nice. before before it cooks. Mm. Like right on the raw egg. Yeah. Like the above baby. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll just and then I'll get yeah, this might be weird to some. I get some um I can see how that might be a little. <laughs> um, what are those seeds called? Poppy? No. Popcorn? No, 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 no. Marijuana? They're over there. Uh, Damn it! What are they called? Seeds? Like peppers? Peppercorns? Man, I'm gonna go over there and probably chia look. seeds. Um, chia pet. Man, now I'm just going to look on the internet, I guess. Flax. Flax, flax seeds. seeds. Okay. I get a whole bunch of flax seeds. Probably should have guessed that. And then I, what I do is I, dr- I do a little drizzle drazzle right <laughs> up above it. Uh-huh. little drizzle drazzle right yeah. on top of the egg. Like I'll just drop some seeds. And then I'll get my little spatula and I'll, pu- I'll flop her over. Yeah. I'll flop the little, I'll give it a little blanket. Like I'll cover up the little... The yellow boy? You'll you'll say good night. Yeah, good night, yellow boy. And I tuck her in. Yeah, yeah. And I just turn the little the put the whole body over itself. Good. And then I'll just let that cook into like a little, like a little yum, like a little go a uh, little. Pick it up. <laughs> and then I just flip it over a couple times. I'll do that to two egg. Yeah, yeah, that's and, great. And that sounds th- great. And then uh, sometimes I'll chop up some spinach and oh, make a scramble. Oh man. And then I'll chop up some. I've been buying these veggie sausages. Ooh. And I chop up these little veggie apple. Uh, you know how they have like at sausage apple sausage. Yeah, from from Whole Foods. Sure. Yeah, th- those. I get. I chop up a little apple sausage. That's great. And make a scramble. Put some hot sauce in there. You cook the sausage prior. I cook the sausage to introducing it to egg. I I microwave it. Okay. And then I chop it up. Yeah, and then I throw the microwave bits you into throw it, in it the Peter Pan right into the pannikin, and then I just mix her all up with the scram. I, I just make a scramble. Yeah, chop up some spinach, put some pepper in there. You know, a little funny? hot sauce. I like that so much. It's a scramble. I like it so much. Today I made. Uh, I did the what I said. I tucked the ba- the baby's bed over the boy's head. It's an egg term. Tuck the baby's bed over the boy's head. And I cooked it off, and then I. That's I don't the like, first thing they did, first day of <laughs> culinary school. Today we're gonna learn an old way to cook an egg is mm-hmm. putting the baby's bed, uh, putting the baby's bed over the. I'm sorry, sir. Boy, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not done here. I'm sorry, sir. Did you say the baby's this bed was over a the well-known old thing that that's people right. say, and then stumble over it immediately? <laughs> baby's bed over the boy's head. <laughs> <laughs> Your first day in culinary school, you really don't know much about cooking, but you really know that you love it. And teacher's like, there's only one thing you need to know. You keep it in the back of your head from this day until graduation. And that is to put the babies. <laughs> no, that's not it. To You lay it to bed and the eggs do the rest. Okay. So Shit. keep that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like that. Good though. Scrambles are awesome. Scrambles make me feel like the eggs are confused. Yeah. With a bunch of other things. I just, um, it's a scramble. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this. You an egg boy? I absolutely love eggs. You ever, I feel like there's not an egg I don't like. Like I'll even eat an egg without the little yellow boy in it. What, like an egg white? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. I'll eat any kind of egg you got. Eggs are great. I can eat eggs for for any meal. Right? I can eat breakfast specifically all the time. Yeah, I can be done with every other meal that there is. I'm so, fine with that. So then let me let me let me ask you this about eggs. Okay, I'll you, let you ask me anything. I just want to say that you don't have to preface any of your questions. I trust you. Do you like it? Do you like your yolk runny, or do you like it? Do you like a runny yolk? I like scrambled eggs. I like scrambled. I like hard boiled. Boiled is fine. I don't really like a runny yolk. I don't really like a sunny side up. 
I don't really like a, a sunny side down. But you'll eat it. I'll eat it, especially uh, if it's on like a burger or something oh, yeah. like that. Because that's a that's a two that's a treat. That's a, someone planted a tree and it grew into a treat. Oh, and we got to enjoy it, dude. Adding a runny boy's egg on a burger. <laughs> oh adding my a God. running boy's egg, <laughs> dude. That's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Um, there's this place in I want to say Doylestown, Pennsylvania, that me and Megan Tonjes used to frequent uh, on musical tours, and uh, I don't remember what it was called. This little burger place in this little quaint little town. It was the first time I ever had an egg. It was egg and hash browns on a burger with cheese uh, and a little apprehensive because I think it was a fried egg, runny yolk, but oh God, God. I want to say I like a a runny yolk. (laughs) Uh I like a good running yolk. Uh Uh-huh. As like much it, as I love a good running joke. You do you like an inside yolk? I like an inside yolk. <laughs> knock knock yolk. I like uh I do like a runny <laughs> yolk, but I will say that with beards, oh man. Oh it's bad. so tough with beards. Oh no, don't get egg in your Dude, face. Dude, I get egg good. in my beard all the time, man. Yeah. It's bad. Oh. But I love soaking up that yolk with a nice little piece of bread. Oh yeah. Like man. dipping that bread in the yolk, baby. <laughs> that buttery bread. Yeah. <laughs> buttery bread over that baby boy's head. <laughs> Use this buttery be- bread to puncture that baby boy's head. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, like that kind of stuff I can't I can't fuck with that. You don't like poking the yolk? No, nah, I don't like that. You don't that. like poking the yolk? I don't I'm not a po- I'm not a yolk poker. Dude, I should do a new character that's like Dave and Ross in every way, but is a chef and not a painter, and then I could get away with doing a new character. Yeah, his name is Polk. And he likes to put the baby's bread over the boy's head. (laughs) Yeah, like that. He likes to puncture the boy's head with a piece of bread. And then you can name the scrambles instead of naming them. Yeah, I like uh, that. Maybe I'll do that. I like that. I'll help film that. Um, Thank you. I would love that. but yeah, so I'm having a lot of fun with cooking, and I like it. It's very rewarding. It's fun. Yeah, because I you like get to doing eat it. it. Yeah, it's it's like cooking yourself a reward. Yeah, yeah. Later on, we'll talk a little bit about um, Blue Apron and how you can cook yourself at home. Um, and also um, another sponsor um, too. But we'll just we'll, we'll just keep going. We're not ready for that yet. All right, so just calm down. Please calm down. Uh, we know you look forward to the sponsor spots, but we're here too. So uh, show your respect, Mike. Let's talk about virtual reality porn. <laughs> I suppose we have to because it's 2017, yeah, and it's the thing that's out there, and it's very real, and it hasn't quite been perfected yet. If <laughs> um, it's so close though. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Do you remember? I think, <laughs> dude, I think it was a source fed story, or it was something we saw before a uh, before a source fed podcast or some shit like that. But it was just a machine that somebody strapped. Oh into. yes, <laughs> dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it's like it's like a whole suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, specifically a thing that jerks you off. Yeah. And it looks hilarious. Did you like that? No, not even a little bit. Listen, um, I will say that virtual, like, I, I, so I have finally experienced the virtual reality porn on the PlayStation VR. Congratulations. I finally gave it a shot. Yeah. I, um, it didn't take much. It was, it was very easy to do. Um, and, when you um, say didn't take much, it didn't take much. Like, convincing? Didn't take much convincing, um, and I gave it a shot, and it's terrifying. <laughs> it's absolutely terrifying. It's not much different than Resident Evil. It isn't much different than Resident Evil, because it is like... That's me shuffling my feet. I don't know. I With the ear things in, I don't know what's going on. You don't know on. what sound is anywhere. No. Um you're right. It's like a scary game, sort of, because the it. But isn't it? It's pretty real, right? Yeah, yeah, because it has things uh, in virtual reality on your phone. When you look at your yeah. phone, it's like augmented, and you look around, it follows where you're looking. There's still kind of like a. It's like a. It's flat. The image is yeah. Flat this was 3D. Yeah, that's what's weird about it. 
like butts have roundness. Genitals. <clears throat> genitals. Genitals have, have depth. Genitals have ridges. So do ruffles. Turns <laughs> out genitals have, are are they have it's textured. Mm-hmm. There's different there's different segments yeah. of a genital. It's episode eight of Abstract on Netflix. Um, but this particular uh film that we tested out together today, Mike. Yeah. Featured three. Same headset, by the way. Same headset. We yeah. squeezed into the. We did same squeeze headset. into the same headset. Yeah. It was a dark room, uh, <laughs> but it featured three young ladies yeah. of age uh, kissing, <laughs> kissing each other. Uh huh. And then proceeding. I think it's important to point out that they were Czechoslovakian. They were Czechoslovakian. <laughs> um. I didn't think it was important to point that out, really. I think it's important because... The, the uh, language one barrier? Of the, one of the, yeah, there was a bit... One of them said, I like this? Lost in translation. Okay, a couple of things were lost in translation. I think one of the ladies was asked to remove an item of clothing, and then she said, I first. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? Beauty knows no language. I'll tell you that, though. The, uh, beauty doesn't... It, be, <laughs> I know what you're trying to say, Steve. Please, I first. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I tried this, um, and I was pretty terrified of it. But, but dude, <laughs> these girls are kissing each other, and yeah. um, they seem to be enjoying each other's company. <laughs> um, they seem to be close. They seem to have a, a fairly high level of trust. They have a, they have a de- it looks like they have a healthy relationship. <laughs> Uh, they're very curious. <laughs> They've earned each other's trust. Um, and then they, so they start, they're kissing each other and they start removing each other's clothing and it's very pro- provocative and strange because it's 3D and it's like you're really sitting on a bed with these three women and, um, who very, be getting bigger a little who bit. Who got get a little bit bigger. <laughs> but the reason why that happens is because the camera that is filming it is getting closer to them. So, so um, now, so now it's what's a different experience. It's a little bit of a different experience. Um, but but the most the, the most terrifying part, the most unsettling part, uh, is when they start to kiss the kiss you <laughs> they one by one come in for a kiss now i kiss is what one says <laughs> and then they she comes as close as she possibly can to your face yeah and that's when i was reminded of playing resident evil with you when the yeah. lady jumps in your face and is trying to murder you the only difference is it was a little lighter yeah and, and more of a pleasant a screwdriver or a weapon at all and he, she had no weapons that I could see. Um, but I instinctively backed up as if the re- a real woman was about to kiss my face. And why is that? Because in the back of my mind, I was like, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold I- <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. Everyone's here for one moment. Can we just stop? This is fun. Yeah. Um, she I, didn't even ask. I me. have a girlfriend. <laughs> she didn't ask. She totally didn't ask. I, I, dude, uh, I can't wait until that there's an option to go further. I know, man. You know, the thing is, is like, kiss? yes or no, dude, and then you wave the wand. No, thank you, please. I mean, it, it, it was, it was incredibly immersive. Yeah. And, um, I thought you were gearing up to say it all happened so fast. I just think. <laughs> It'll happen before you know it. It happened. I wasn't planning on kissing the Czechoslovakian girl. It happened so fast. The thing is, <clears throat> is that it's so, it's pretty immersive. It's pretty great. Like, that's the future of porn for sure. The, you say the unfortunate thing is that it's pretty great? Did I say it was unfortunate? I don't know. I, I said, no, I don't happening. think it's unfortunate. I just think it's... <clears throat> It's interesting because we already the technology is already pretty much there. I think it's there. Mm-hmm. I think that that is pretty good. Yeah. Like that's amazing. What else do you need? What other kind of senses? Well, I was thinking um, that this is just the beginning of this this like offshoot of like virtual <laughs> reality pornography. Like this is the first time where so now we have consumer grade 
virtual reality helmets in our homes that are like pretty good yeah. that all work and are very immersive and do what they're supposed to do. And so now that we have that, obviously the porn industry is like, let's go, let's do it. Time to go. Time to get in there. Yeah. Um, and I think that what they're doing is incredible and it's really cool and it's awesome. And it's like definitely the next level of like porn for mm -hmm. sure. Um, but like where, where is it going next? Dude, porn sneaks its way into everything, everything. first. Yeah. Everything that gets invented, people are like, all right, how can we fuck it? How can we fuck it? It's crazy. They did it with flashlights. <laughs> how can we fuck a flashlight? Everything else. Garden hose. Yeah. Um, Engine. You, but parts. I'm just thinking like you could have a virtual reality 3D live webcam interaction with your sweetheart or uh, across the world. Or a stranger. Or a stranger. But for the purposes of this initial discussion, you could like if you were having a long distance relationship or say you're far away from your loved one and um, – you uh, have been away from each other for a while. Maybe you're in school or on vacation or on a job or what have, what have you. Yeah. You can put on your virtual reality helmets and have like a 3D you encounter. Like a 3D FaceTime. Thing. You can have like a 3D FaceTime like encounter. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and then, yeah, even more so than that, cam girls can do it. Yeah. Like the definitely cam girls doing... 3D private shows sure where you can actually talk to them and interact with them like this is crazy you could actually walk around their apartment and see what's on their dressers and you stuff. can look in through their you can <laughs> rummage in their den you can rummage through their den dude you could do anything in these cam rooms you could um <laughs> you could look through the garbage <laughs> you could you could <laughs> it's the one guy you can rummage through the garbage. <laughs> it's the, the one guy who's really excited about the technology and doesn't really care about the porn aspect yeah. of it. So his friends are like, "You could watch a girl in 3D," and it's like you're there, like, "Yeah, dude, you could fucking, you could, you know, uh, touch her blinds. You could look under her bed. You could feed her dog. Imagine <laughs> looking under her bed. <laughs> the technology is there, guys. Just <laughs> soon." <laughs> Thank you for coming to this keynote. Very excited to show you this technology. The number one question asked from our user base is, what is under that woman's bed? <laughs> and now you'll know. And the audience cheers. Yeah. Have you watched a girl, uh, a woman masturbate on the internet? Sure, we all have. But how many of us have asked ourselves, what's under that bed? <laughs> all the hands go up. <laughs> <laughs> like no one's watching it for the girl in the first place. Just now, the mystery of what's under we've the We've seen her privates. Now let's see what's under her bed. Lights dim. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've seen what's under the, the woman's clothes. Now let's see mm, under the bed. <laughs> Using state-of-the-art technology, we are now able to fully explore under a woman's bed. <laughs> and it's just, it's always her father with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it's so cool. It's very cool. It's like I just realized cool, that man. in that scenario, the father is under the bed while the woman masturbates, and I don't like that. At I all. didn't like it either, man. I didn't want to say anything. I don't know how I feel about this episode so far, man. <sighs> I I never thought I would talk about any of this stuff as a child. Yeah, like I'm I'm looking at um, other people's ripped up magazines forever. I yeah. thought that's just what it was. Yeah, forever and always. Um, I think it's, I think it's going to be interesting to see where this technology goes and how it's used and the psychological implications. I know how it's going to be used. Well, you know how it's going to be used, but I'm just saying like the, where, where does it go? Where does it evolve? And what are the psychological implications? This is fascinating to me. Yeah. There's a, the um, psychological aspect yeah. of virtual porn <laughs> is fascinating. Yeah. Because I wonder if it could be used as a therapy tool. 
Okay. I wonder if it could be used as a way to kind of like rehabilitate someone who is self-conscious or help someone who has issues with sexual things and Mm -hmm. break them out of their shell, like get them to relax. You know, it's in a virtual reality pornography situation. You're not in the room with someone really. So you can kind of just let your freak flag fly. You can, your inhibitions go out the window. I'm a little worried for for one specific reason. Let's say somebody who's uh, maybe socially inept goes to a sex therapist and says, "I'd love to try this virtual reality porn because I'm I'm very nervous as to what a sexual experience with a woman is going to be like, especially a Czechoslovakian woman." <laughs> and so they go into this room and they try this thing, and then one of those three women leans in to kiss that person, and it's terrifying. And it turned off to sex forever and always. Are well, you at all worried about that? Do you feel like it's terrifying? Do you feel like your first kiss was terrifying? Yes. And then what if it was, uh, if there's a, a like a nurse practitioner in there or like another who's doctor there to kiss? who's, who's be there the to kissy? kiss you at the last second? She has to be like, or she has to like, there's a special solution that she puts on her, on her fist. Or there's like a, there's like a fleshlight <laughs> yeah. with lips. Yeah. And they just put it right up to the. There has to be a better way. There's got to be a better way. There just has to be a, a better one. Um, I'm just curious to see where, where this stuff goes. It's very immersive. It's very, it's amazing. I feel like in our lifetime, we've been at the, uh, we've seen a lot of new things come out yeah and go away yeah and i wonder if this is gonna be like sega saturn (laughs) (laughs) dude i don't think so because at least because as far as gaming goes Uh it just gets better and better like this far point game i'll remember i'll uh i'll be the judge of that when a fucking awesome sports game comes out dude that's what i'm saying all the cool stuff I'm very happy well, for the nerds who like uh, games that I don't like because you guys are killing it right now. That's the thing. It's like, but right now there's a lot of stuff. There's mm-hmm. like little puzzle experiences. There's like purely visual like shows. Yeah. Um, it seems like it it works perfectly with everything that isn't a sports game. Well, there are sports things. It's just that um, no one's really putting money into like making like a real good one yet. Well, they have their like empire. Well, it's very factory. new. It's very new. It's, yeah. it's it's new and and they're testing out. They're testing the waters. They're seeing what they can get away with. They're seeing what people respond to. What kind of cool things have you played recently? Well, I just got Farpoint, which is this game. Is that the one with the Czechoslovakian girl? <laughs> <laughs> no, this one's different than that. Okay. Farpoint is like a space first-person shooter with like, I can, I can kind of compare it to like Starship Troopers. Like it's like a Starship Troopers video game. Cool. But it's the first time they've released this like gun accessory. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks dumb and dorky, but you don't have to worry. It about looks that. like you're Nerf. In a different world. You're in a different world. Uh, it looks like a Nerf thing, like Nerf made it. Uh huh. But man, the second you strap that damn baby on, <laughs> and, and you're holding that gun, and you start cooking it, eggs, dude, and you fold that bed over the head, <laughs> dude. Um. Once you're like holding the gun in the game and you're firing the gun, like it's very insane. It's like does the gun vibrate? It's stuff? really cool. Yes, cool. It's very very cool. Mm-hmm. And you're looking through the sight of the gun, and you're the first person shooter aspect of it works really well, and your the movement works really well. Um, really cool, man. Far Is it point. something that you could play with other people online? Yeah, it's like a co-op. A it's thing? a co-op game. Oh, nice. And name drop, Rob Fee got it. And in Ooh, fact, Rob Fee... doesn't sound like someone who... Uh, who would play games would and be a nice friend. Friends. Uh, he was the one that was like, dude, you gotta get this game. You gotta get this game. You gotta get this game. Yeah. And so finally I like read up about it and I was like, holy shit, everyone's talking about how amazing it is. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, it's like Halo. It's like virtual reality Halo. Oh, that's cool, man. That's um, real cool. So, that and there's a real fun. And there's a co-op. So like Rob can get on his PSVR mm-hmm. in in his home and we can join a game together and shoot bugs and monsters together. That's great. That sounds great. Dude, it's so cool. So cool. I'm really really excited about the virtual reality stuff and and where it's going and, Good. I, and I, 
I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. Are you surprised by everything that comes out? Do you know? Do you like have your finger on the pulse? Of um, I mean, I to be honest, it had been a while since I had even turned on the PSVR. Mm. Um, with Resident Evil, I was very much into it, and, <laughs> and I played the fuck out of that game and loved it. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of experiences and like cool demos and stuff came out and I've been playing with all of that stuff, but nothing's really like kind of got me excited like Farpoint has. Or porn. Um, well, porn was just kind of like a bonus, but it's kind of, it's also kind of exciting. Can, it's exciting. can we explain uh, how we're going to talk to our girlfriends and our wives about what just happened? Earlier? Well, I think I'm going to, um, I mean, you should bring Zoya over here and have her try it out. Would she like to try it? Absolutely. We should have her try it. We should have Bree try it. Yeah. Um, dude, I was at E3 and um, my, this is going to sound so gross, name droppy. It's going to be name droppy, dude. I'm so sorry, but that's not the purpose of that. Every time you sound too name droppy, I'm going to hit this chime as hard as okay. I possibly can. <laughs> um, so a friend of mine is a porn star named April O'Neil. Okay. Okay. And it's not unbearable yet. It's not unbearable. If it gets unbearable, I'll let you know. And so she works in the porn industry and uh-huh. she makes pornographic films. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you do in the porn industry? <laughs> well, you can be a camera person. Oh shit. She's a performer. She's okay. on camera. She's a porn star. And so we went to E3. We were hanging out at E3 last year. Yeah. And in a corner of E3, they had virtual reality porn. Uh-huh. And they in had the darkest corner in the of darkest, uh, most moist and like thick, <laughs> thick in the air. annex of the convention center where it was very humid. Mm. Um, no, we uh, and so we were passing by, <laughs> and she was like, "Oh my god, I haven't tried virtual reality porn yet." Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really exciting because I was like, you are a real, you've done, this is your job. Yeah. And you haven't done the virtual reality why version Why would you want to yet. escape to your job? I know, right? Like, why would you, it's almost like putting on a virtual reality helmet and then you've got a camera in your face and you're like, hey guys, what's up? Welcome oh, to my no. vlog. Oh no. Oh no. It's YouTube simulator. <laughs> Um, that actually would be a kind of fun game. You know that that job simulator game? Yeah. Imagine like a YouTube simulator. I wish one I could write that. Where you have to like edit it and stuff. I if any, if there's anyone out there making that, I'd like to write the script. Yeah, that that's so was, fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, the job simulator guys should just do it. But um, well, come on, man. Come I'm on, trying guys. to get a job. Um. So anyway, she tried it for the first time, uh-huh. and um, all the people working at the booth were freaking out because they mm. were like, "Oh my god, it's a porn star trying our." Virtual reality porn stuff. They knew who she was. They knew who she was. Yeah, and it was uh, it was interesting. It was interesting to watch a porn star try virtual reality porn. Was she, she just was, laughing? At she was laughing so hard about it. And well, she was it's like, one of the funnier things. It's really funny. It's funny, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just weird. It's weird to it's it's a weird experience. Between the subject getting bigger and the camera going places where it's just like. It quickly becomes a situation that would never happen. <laughs> the thing is, is it, it not only that, it makes it makes looking at <laughs> sex, sexual acts like that, it makes it, it takes away the sexiness of it and yeah. makes it very like, because, you know, especially when you're just demoing it for a friend to uh-huh. like laugh at it and show them how crazy it is, you're not like getting ready to jerk off. You're like... Yeah. You're hanging out with your friend. Well, speak for yourself. Well, I mean, I didn't know what mind you were in, what mindset you were in. <laughs> what if you showed me as a joke and I like started taking my pants off and stuff like I that? I would walk out of the room and be like, all right, look, if that's how you want to do this, then we're going to do it. Like, okay, you didn't even ask I would her. be like, tossing you some tissues <laughs> right next to you. That would, um, that would probably never happen. But, uh, but I so can't kind promise of, for Zoya, though. So what I'm saying is, is that it throws you into especially when you're like scrubbing through the video to get to like like further down the video <laughs> where like everything's happening yeah yeah um, it, it really throws you into like how uh not <laughs> graceful and not pretty sex can be sometimes yeah and then you don't get to enjoy any of it yeah See, that's the thing that makes it all like um acceptable well it's just about being in the mindset for it like if you're ready to go 
baby, I'm ready to go. Sure. And you're in there, then you're like, yeah, this is hot and great. Yeah, yeah. But if you're like laughing at it and it's like, and there's a butthole like three <laughs> s- like centimeters from your face. If you think you're playing Eagle Simulator and you're ac- accidentally scrubbed to butthole scene, <laughs> that's going to be a joining experience. I was afraid I was going to get pink eye playing that, watching that video. I'm just well, it's that. one of the many ways. It's on the poster. Anyway, so yeah, virtual reality stuff's real cool, man. Butthole simulator. Um, all right. Well let's let's talk a little bit about our sponsors today. I would love to. So many great sponsors today. Um, a lot of great sponsors today. Uh, our first uh, sponsor is Sirius XM Free. Now buckle up, guys, because the Sirius XM Free listening event is on right now. Oh boy. Check this out. You can enjoy two glorious weeks of Road Happy and listen free May 17th through the 30th. No strings attached. If you have an inactive Sirius XM radio, you can rock your ride today. Oh, it looks like somebody's getting ready to saddle back up. It was once thrown off, and now the saddle's back on again. B- back on. in the saddle, Sirius XM saddle light radio. Saddle it up. Sirius XM has turned on your interactive... Oh, I'm sorry. Sirius XM has turned on your inactive radio, so you can enjoy 100 free channels for two weeks. They've got 100 amazing channels, including their newest edition, the Beatles channel. Oh, my goodness. There's a whole Beatles whole channel? Whole Beatles channel. Glass onion for 12 hours Dude, at a time. listen. Honestly, the fact that you even mentioned the Beatles is like, I'm in. Yeah. Like, I, the Beatles have me. That's what got me back to Vegas. Dude, did you see that show? No. Mike, Walk I want to see that show with you. Okay, that would be great. Can oh, we, we would have such a dude, weird time. it's so good. I've seen it three times. Oh, well, then it's not a first No, thing. dude, dude, I need, I need it in my life. All right. It's so good. It's Circus Delay and the Beatles, right? The Circus of the Sun. Guys, we're ready to rock you. Uh, they're ready to rock you every ride with those Beatles uh, uh, that has an in a- anyone that has. <laughs> Guys, everyone here is ready to rock you. If you have an inactive satellite radio, then you're going to get on there right now with the Beatles channel if you want. It's free through May 30th. So you'll have two amazing weeks of commercial free music, plus talk, sports, comedy, and more. Tune in and let's ride. <laughs> Like it. All right, so guys, go to the Earl, www.seriousxm.com slash headgum to learn more. I will. I'm going to be rocking out to the Beatles for 12 hours at a time in my Prius. Um, I do like that it's, because I mean, a lot of cars have the <laughs> inactive, serious little radio. I would thing. say most cars have an inactive satellite radio. <laughs> yeah. I don't think my car does, though. <clears throat> My Fiat doesn't. Uh, you might. Maybe. Because it, it just, uh, it's not as graceful to get to. I, I think Zoya has a Fiat and Zoya has a satellite button. Oh, really? But it's not like hooked up. Hmm. I know Breeze Car does have that. Mm. It has like the little serious logo. Or sure. Whatever. So. so anyway, that's really cool, guys. So check that out. All right? Nice. Um. Let me ask you guys a question. <laughs> I was picturing people checking their phones again. Just a quick question here for you guys. <laughs> I don't like this track. I was getting into it. Nah, it's, it's a little, it's too sad for me. Let me ask you guys a question. You like cooking? Do you want me to answer? Sure. Or, yes. Well, let me tell you guys about Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. (laughs) There they go. 
Blue Apron has established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranches across the United States. And as a result, seafood is sourced sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Beef, chicken, pork come from responsibly raised animals. <laughs> Produce is sourced from the farms that practice regenerative farming. And Blue Apron can be delivered to 99% of the continental U.S. and 99.5% of food deserts because Blue Apron ships the exact amount of each ingredient required for a recipe. They are reducing food waste. Guys, we've talked about how cooking together builds strong familial bonds. We've talked about it twice at least. Uh, we've talked about how uh, those who spend a lot at restaurants or high-end grocery stores can now spend under $10 per person for a delicious meal with Blue Apron. And how about these upcoming meals through this service? Oh my God, this is my favorite part. Ready for this, Mike? Spinach and fresh mozzarella, pizza with olives, bell peppers, and ricotta salada. Sounds good. Sweet and sour salmon. Sweet and sour salmon. Sweet and sour, sweet and sour. Sweet and sour, sweet and sour. Sweet and sour salmon with bok choy, carrot and ginger, fried rice. Parmesan crusted chicken. Parmesan crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine. Creamy fettuccine. Creamy fettuccine. Creamy feta. Creamy French. Creamy French treaty. <laughs> A creamy French treaty. I heard. <laughs> Do you remember in 1918 when there was that creamy French treaty? And now you can have it with your family in your house. It's also there's also roasted broccoli, baby broccoli, and fontina paninis with hard-boiled egg and arugula salad, guys. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a, a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. I'll say that I've tried Blue Apron. Mike's tried Blue Apron. Absolutely. Everyone, um, almost everyone we know in the YouTube world has tried Blue Apron. Tried and enjoyed. And tried and enjoyed and had a great time, and it's affordable. Uh, it's flexible. You can customize those recipes. It's easy. It makes you feel smart. It makes you feel worth it. So, guys... <laughs> Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash banter. You're going to love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Aprons. Don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash banter. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Awesome. Lovely job. You should have your own show in Vegas doing sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine how much money. Oh, man, I'm trying. Is it almost that time, do you think? Almost. <laughs> I was just wondering. Did I you because I wonder. Did you know that flaxseed supply uh, alpha-linolenic uh, acid, linolenic acid, ALA, and is an essential omega-3 fatty acid, and they make a great addition to baked goods or can be sprinkled on some yogurt? I don't know jack shit about flax seeds. I don't know what eating a seed is gonna. Does it taste like anything? No, it's just like a little seed. You like um, you like sesame seeds? They're fine. I can take or leave them. Do you ever put them on a little chicken, like a little when you have a bowl? I've had them. Rice? I don't think I've ever personally sprinkled. You never taken like the little pepper shaker that's got sesame seeds in it and added no. more sesame seeds? Never. I like it. I like adding more seeds to things. I eat sesame seeds when they're in the way of the food that I want to eat, like a chicken or a bagel. If they're between me and a bagel, sesame seed getting ate. But yeah. I've never introduced sesame seeds to a situation where sesame seeds weren't already present. Well, that's a shame um, because let me tell you this about flax well, seeds. Let I me tell you this about flax seeds. Um because of the essential fatty acids, uh, the alpha linolenic acid, the ALA, uh -huh. um, they c it could contribute to a wide range of health benefits, including cell membrane health, the the production of anti-inflammatory, um, prostaglandin. Uh, Prostaglandin. It sounds like you're just reading all this. Prostaglandins. Stuff, but you're trying to present it in a way where it's like you were telling me that it was like general knowledge. Um, the health benefits include cell membrane health, the production of anti-inflammatory prostaglandins, 
and cardioprotective abilities. Are you just reading it off the screen or are you saying this from... Now check this out. Not many foods are rich in it, Mike. Did you Only canola. Any- only canola, flaxseed, and soybean oils. Uh, oh, as well as walnuts and purslane. See, now it sounds like you just corrected yourself because you misread it off the screen. I'm just excited about the health benefits of flax seeds. In addition to um, ALAs converted by the body into the type of omega-3 fatty acids found mainly in fish. And I'll tell you what, I don't eat fish, so I'm getting those omega-3 fatty acids from my flax seeds. Are you eating a fish worth of flax seeds? These long-chain omega-3s, as they are sometimes called, make uh, platelets in the blood uh, less likely to stick together. That's the first time you've ever said They may reduce inflammatory processes in blood vessels. Thus, they reduce blood clotting and therefore may lessen the chance of a heart attack. That's great. Unfortunately, the conversion of ALA to long-chain omega-3s is far less efficient See, process getting than the fa- getting I'm the omega-3s directly kind of zoning out a little bit, and now I feel like that you might be reading. It just seems very reciting. No, I'm just saying that, like, basically, because of the conver- co- the conversion of ALA, which uh-huh. is, uh, once again, alpha-linolenic acid. I'm making it sound a little conversational um, now. Because of the process in which um, the ALA... Uh, is consume the conversion of ALA in your body to long chain omega threes. It's just a le- it's just a very less efficient way of getting the omega threes that you would get directly from fish. All this from sprinkling some seeds. From some black seeds. It says okay. yeah, still every little bit helps though. Is what I'm trying to say. Do you eat a fish's weight? In flax seeds? Flax seeds is also high in fiber, Mike, including a type of soluble uh, fiber that helps lower cholesterol levels. Okay, that sounds good. The insoluble fiber in flax seed keeps your digestive system running smoothly and helps to prevent constipation. Is this a new thing for you? Because flax seed is rich in fiber, you should increase water intake along with it, though. Have you been drinking more water to accompany I believe I have, yeah. Okay. You want to talk about something else, or you can you can stir ground um, flax seeds into cooked cereals or sprinkle it in your yogurt. Here's another idea: you could also make a pesto with fresh basil, garlic, ground flaxseed, flaxseed oil, uh-huh. and grated Parmesan cheese, and you can toss it with hot pasta. Yeah. You can also substitute um, flaxseed oil for other oils and salad dressings. And you can stir a tablespoon of flaxseed oil into your morning orange juice. I mean, these are all into orange juice? Yeah, in your orange juice. What does that do? What It just tastes like dirty orange juice. No, you just drink it. It's just seeds. It's just little baby's seeds. They're just tiny seeds, Mike. All right. I feel like that's just a... In, uh, that's, would they not be in your teeth for the rest of the sometimes day? Sometimes they do. I mean, sesame seeds sometimes end up in your teeth, yeah. See, I have uh, my bottom teeth are shifty uh they don't look like uh um you know they're just not it's like somebody's bad at tetris you know okay it's like it's uneven a little bit like uh, broken bathroom tiles and sometimes when i eat a real seedy food when i'm in a seedy motel it'll get stuck in my teeth for the rest of the day okay just like you and your eggs and your beard I'm worried now that I, if I introduce flax seeds with knowing full well all their benefits into my diet, okay. it might be a, a troubling situation. I'm worried. However, suppose if they're making you very happy, that's great. That's what, that's, that, that's really where we're at. That's where we're at is it makes me happy and I'm using it in my cooking. And I should be free to use it any way I want. How long have you been doing this? For a few weeks. Uh-huh. Before this, were you aware that flax seeds existed? No, I, Brie introduced them to me. And now they're... Brie puts them in her yogurt and her smoothies and stuff. Sure. Uh, I used to put um, cookies in yogurt. Well. Did you ever eat Nilla wafers? Yes. Did you ever put milk? Uh, did you ever put like twenty five Nilla wafers into a bowl and then you put just milk wait. in there? Yeah. You just mush them. <laughs> no, but like I used to wait till the cookies would get real, like too heavy with milk, and just leave them in the bottom of the bottom. When they would float down at the bottom, it was like a pirate's treasure. And then you'd pull out the pirate's treasure and you'd gobble it up. Yeah, but gobble it up real nice. Oreos and milk. Oh, okay. 
History. History. <laughs> um, <laughs> guys, this history road is a little strange because it's not really a history road. I'll tell you what it is. It's from Zach Herndon. Um, and the subject line is fake ads. Strensums. Okay. He says, hey there, Steve and Mike. I think sending fake ads is still a thing you guys do, right? I sent this a while ago, but I'm resending it because it's some of the best up stuff I've ever made. And I've been going through a rough patch in my life lately, so I thought I'd try at least making some other born boys out there smile. That's us. Hope you might give us this uh, give this a read and, and a listen. Real message starts down here. Hi guys, my name's Rich. I'm writing to you <laughs> boys with good news. I might be able to get you a sponsor that'll never let you down no matter what you say about them. Good old Strensums. Can you believe it? See, I've been following you guys, your guys' stuff for a while now, and I know that your jobs have recently become a bit more up in the air than usual. <laughs> Notice that your jobs have become a bit more lost. <laughs> your jobs have become a bit more not there. <laughs> I've actually been trying to get a new job myself lately, so I definitely understand. Lo and behold, though, after I submitted my application two and a half years ago, I finally heard back from one of my top choices recently, Strensums, and they offered me a spot on their marketing team. When I got on board, I knew immediately what I had to do. I told them about your podcast and about how and how all your sponsors might be disappearing alarmingly soon. And after showing them bits of your best content, they said, sure, throw some ads their way. And here we are. They pretty much gave me free reign on ad production, so I put together a set of five test ads that I'm hoping you can use on your wonderful podcast. They're only a minute long each, so play one or play them all. The sooner we can get that good, good Strensum's dough coming your way, the better. And there's more to come for sure. Just know that as long as I'm here, I'll have your back no matter what. Let's do business, boys. Your friend, Zach Herndon, Strensum's marketing associate, Strensum's. You thought we were dead. We will never die. So here's those here's those Strensums ads. This one is called Strensums Bean Treats. Okay, so these are today's. Oh, oh, here we go. <laughs> What's that? No, these no. are little audio files that this man has created. Nice. I'm looking forward to it. And here's the first one. It's called Strensums Bean Treats. Today's episode is sponsored by Strensum's Bean Treats, the latest confectionery creation from Strensum's Food, Drink, and Miscellaneous Division. Each bean treat is a delicious coagulation of any one flavor of bean. <laughs> we got pinto, we got lima, we got some of the refried variety. Come on, don't act like we don't have a treat for every kind of bean. And remember, it's only <laughs> one bean per bean treat. After several tests, scientists concluded that overloading treats with different kinds of beans was just too much. I'm sorry, did you want us to list more bean flavors? Well, it's all of them, but just to clarify, we got mung, we got soy, we got kidney, we got baked, we got jack, we got navy, we got moth, we got chickpea and cowpea, and we got lupin. That's right, lupin beans. You probably didn't even know that was a type of bean, lupin beans. So maybe stop judging us and take a look in the mirror, huh? Strensen's Bean Treats, because we're pretty sure the missing flavor you've been craving is beans. <laughs> Strensen's a company for you. Good. That's wonderful. That uh, one passes the test for sure. This one's called Strensum's Box of Existentialism. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Strensum's Box of Existentialism. <laughs> when you open the box, it may look empty. But can you even be sure you open the box of your own free will? Are you the pawn of a higher being? Perhaps your free will was trapped in the box and your actions have set it free. What happens to one's free will when one dies in this vast universe? Do your thoughts even matter? Strensum's Box of Existentialism. You are now entering... The void. 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 Sounds like a Grand Theft Auto commercial. <laughs> it's 
good. Uh, Not as good as Beans. Uh, this next good. this next one is called Strensum's Copywriting Machine. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Strensum's Copywriting Machine. Strensum's Copywriting Machine. Hey, these pages are blank. What? Well, they're blank. Where's the copy? I, what am I supposed to I, I, say? I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, did you use a machine? Like, press a button? Uh, or Probably, but nothing works this godforsaken company. What'd you say? You mocking Strensums? Huh? Look, I'm sorry. You don't ever mock Strensums. <laughs> Quiet so punches. Mouth. Yeah, got it. God. <sighs> so, what should I say, though? Pick something up. I don't... I don't care. Strensum's copywriting machine. Maybe you can figure it out. I like that the the producer stayed uh, in the room. Once again, that's Strensum's cop. <laughs> out of ad time. Oh, son of a bitch! Strensum's a company for I like you. It. That's a producer who goes above and beyond. He got soft punch. He just for wants about a half to be in hour. there. Yeah, yeah. He wants to be in there. He's dedicated to the to the product. Well, soft punches aren't as serious as real hard ones. Then I've seen them both, and that, you're right. Um, this next one is called Strensum's Squarespace. Today's episode is sponsored by Strensum's Squarespace. That's right, in a surprise business maneuver, Strensum's <laughs> has bought out the popular Squarespace website publishing company in order to achieve monopolization in all of today's creative markets. But don't worry, all their web design features you know and love are still there and better than ever. You want flying toasters, giant glittery cursors, heavy metal background music with no volume button? Of course we got them! And those are just the default settings. Not only that, Strensum's Squarespace offers you a free domain for one year for the low, low price price of 79.99 every year get a domain that's just for you plus if you're tired of boring old dot com you can choose from plenty of other ending options like dot biz dot fun dot racism dot steve dot insert honk here dot the first 23 digits of pi dot anti-disestablishmentarianism and dot com that's strengths and squarespace what about how about you build a great a good website huh that's good yeah, it's all good stuff. Uh, and this final one is called Strensum's Theme Song Matcher. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by Strensum's Theme Song Matcher. Forget the theme song of your favorite TV show. Never fear. Just say the name of the show in question and the voice recognition system and the device will play it right back for you. For example, The Office. <laughs> Fun, right? Works for any show ever made, any country, any year. Perfect for the modern family. Uh, oh. Wait, sorry, it's a great gift for friends. I mean, you'll never be lost again. I mean, it's perfect for bringing a forgetful person a little cheer when... Oh, come on, I didn't even say cheers. Okay, look, <laughs> did you write this? What? Did you write it like this so this would happen? Maybe. Uh, it's a wonder you're still working. Oh, for wonder years, really? <laughs> it's about time. What show is this even? It's about time, CBS Okay, <laughs> <laughs> theme song matcher. Fun for all in the family. Uh, no, stop. Shut up. <laughs> Real That's good. so good. Real good. Who is that? Is this was Zach Herndon. Zach Herndon. Zach Herndon. You certainly under my trust. <laughs> <laughs> I earned my trust. Well, thanks, Zach, for awesome that. Awesome job. Um, even though it wasn't a history road, we made an exception because it was real fun and yeah. it looked real fun to me. So thank you for that. You did it. Guys, that's it. That's it today. We did it. Kind of a low energy episode, and I apologize. It was a low it. energy episode. I apologize as well. I'm just, it's just, it's an off day. You know what would be fun? If you have any direct criticisms of this episode, Please Don't tweet tell them us. At <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Morgan. <laughs> I love that idea. And just think about it. If if you're sitting there thinking that what a bad episode this was, imagine how good the next one's gonna be. Yeah, the next one should be great. By comparison, for sure. Even if it's not great compared to this one, I'm sure it'll it'll knock your socks off. Well, Mike, I want to thank you, and I want to thank me, and I also want to thank you. Thank That's you, right, everyone you. involved for making the time. Everyone, every single person, if you're listening to this uh, point in history currently right now, I want to thank you for doing that. <laughs> you made it all the way through this uh, podcast, and I want to also thank um, Sirius XM Free Listen and Blue Apron mm -hmm. and uh, HeadGum. 
and my dad. <laughs> I want to thank your dad too. And I also want to thank whoever made Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dad. <laughs> so guys, <laughs> thank you so much. If you want to submit your history roads or other fun emails to us, you can use dynamicbanter at gmail.com to send us stuff. And also take a look at our Instagram page. <laughs> On our Instagram, <laughs> Dynamic Banter, uh, we post your images. That's right. When you post dynamic banter themed fan art and whatnot and then you tag dynamic <laughs> banter in that we uh regram it yeah that's true and we feature your stuff on our page it's growing it's a little baby boys page right now but it's growing uh it might be fun for you guys to do this the fake ads thing is so good yeah I'd like to see more of those yeah Any not art this... will retweet yeah yeah if you want to if, if, as far as the fake ads go mm -hmm. if you want to keep doing those i'd say safer to stay away from strensums mm-hmm just because that was an oh, it's owned by a company that doesn't care about it. Company that doesn't care about it, right? Or us, and best not to kick the hornet's nest. So if you want to make fake ads for us, which we would love very much, um, you know, just send us whatever you got. I think it'd be fun. Maybe we'll play it on the show. Dynamic banter ads. Yeah, dynamic Please. banter ads. Whatever you want to do. Uh, we still have T-shirts. We're actually working on a bunch of other things for you guys that are going to be really fun. Yeah. And uh, yeah, future looks bright. The future does look bright. I'm very excited. I'm very hungry. Um, well, why don't you go eat, Mike? I'm gonna get going. Okay. Well, guys, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Dynamic Banter's. That was a Headgum podcast. <laughs> <laughs>